Hello and welcome to the Helix Reviews Podcast. My name is David Arrington, bringing you reviews from a Christian Geek Worldview. And today on the show, I'm going to be talking about Black Adam, a new entry into the DC Cinematic Universe. After I review Black Adam, I'm going to rank the entire DC Cinematic Universe. And uh, I'm also going to talk about the future of the DC Cinematic Universe so we know what's coming up here as well. Uh, I was intrigued by this one, but I, I was uh, a little bit skeptical going into this. It, it really seemed like kind of a big, uh, I don't know, ego piece for The Rock or something. And so going into this, I'm going, is this is this really going to be good? Is it, What is, I don't know, I don't know. And the, the trailers for it kind of had me mixed. And so I was like, eh, what is this going to be? Well, here's my review. My son sacrificed his life to save me. His powers are not a gift, but a curse. Born out of rage. Black Adam. Nearly 5,000 years after he was bestowed with the almighty powers of Egyptian gods and imprisoned just as quickly, Black Adam is freed from his earthly tomb ready to unleash his unique form of justice onto the modern world. This loose cannon needs to be locked down before innocent people start getting hurt. He's been asleep for 5,000 years. You find us a cell that can hold him, we'll take care of the rest. Themes, messages, ideas, this is the part of the show where I dive into some of the thematic material that jumped out to me in Black Adam. Now, this is not like a deep movie. This is not a movie that's really going to leave you thinking much. It's, it's pretty surface level for the most part, I would say. But uh, what, what popped out to me is the theme of needing darker heroes as opposed to only ever having lighter heroes. And so uh, you have the Justice Society of America in this movie uh, who are kind of in conflict with Black Adam who comes up as this kind of new hero, but he's this dark hero. He's a hero that kills people. He's a hero that uses extreme force sometimes. Whereas you got, you know, Hawkman and uh, Dr. Fate and stuff here who is the the little more gentler heroes who are, are the uh they, they're not gonna go around killing people and stuff like that kind of heroes and so uh so the the idea i guess that you know what sometimes for certain situations you need a darker hero you need a hero that is willing to do some of this harsher stuff that is maybe willing to kill somebody or something along those lines now honestly I kind of agree with this message. Uh, though I don't, uh, I wouldn't agree with the Black Adams method here. <laughs> I think you know he he maybe is a little too uh, willy nilly with it. But if you look at some of the the big heroes in the Bible, like uh, King David, you know he is a warrior, right? You know King David and his uh, well David before he was king and his uh, shield bearer go up and like fight an army, right? You know it's like the, he's he's a warrior. And so he's he is the hero, but he's he is kind of the the darker hero in in some ways like that, right? And in in Psalms, you know, you got David talking uh, or singing, I guess, about the the Lord preparing his hands for war and vanquishing his enemies and all that kind of stuff, right? And then you got David's mighty men, heroes of the Bible, and they are 
heroes that are not afraid to to be violent or not afraid to be the the darker heroes that are fighting in the wars and all that kind of stuff even even i mean jesus even jesus whipped the people that were selling the stuff in the temple he got a whip and was whipping them out and everything it's like you know the <laughs> the 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 idea that uh that, that christians should be pacifists or christians should not be uh capable of any kind of violence or anything of that nature is is just not in the bible and so the the idea that a hero that we could have a hero that might be a little darker than than the, some of the heroes the superheroes maybe that we see on the screen is actually an idea that i think uh fits within the biblical model also think about the the visual of jesus in revelation coming back and he has the sword coming out of his mouth and his his uh, robe is dripping with blood and stuff like that is a dark scary image of jesus right you know and so I think these are these are all some examples of some kind of darker heroes that, that you know compared to like a, a Superman or, or you know like a superhero that doesn't kill right. These are all you know not all of yeah these are all characters that have killed you know and they are they are the the positive and good characters in scripture. They're they're like very much looked on as some of the positive characters in scripture. And Jesus obviously the the ultimate positive perfect character, uh, not even character person in scripture. And so, yes, I think there are definitely situations where uh, where a darker hero is needed in a, situations where a darker hero is definitely a good thing. And, okay, connecting onto this message, too, uh, there's... I'm going to spoil a joke that, that Black Adam makes in the movie. So, spoilers for a joke, I guess. It's not a, a big deal, I don't think. It won't spoil anything else. So, there you go. You got Black Adam. He's talking to a mother here uh and he's talking to a mother and a kid and he tells the kid hey i'll teach you the ways of the warrior i'll teach you how to vanquish your enemies and all this kind of stuff and the mom's like whoa 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 i don't want you teaching him violence and he's like nah i understand you want his father teaching him violence and it's <laughs> it's it's a moment where it's like it happens it's like oh that's kind of funny and but i was also like yeah that that's that is correct black adam his father should be the one teaching him <laughs> the the violence his father should be the one teaching him how to be the protector the protector of the garden you know the garden of eden he he tasked adam with being the protector of the garden and the protector of eve his wife and so yes we are supposed to be the protector of our people we're supposed to be the protector of our wife and our kids and we're supposed to be the protector of our land and our property and in order to do that sometimes yes some violence is needed to be taught to the kids when they're the the, the young boys growing up to uh to become the the man that they need to be in order to be that protector uh now that said you got to be meek too right you, you, you can't just be a, a violent psychopath or something right you know the God detests the the person who loves violence. That's in Psalms. Psalms eleven five. The Lord tests the righteous, but he hates. But his soul hates the wicked and the one who loves violence. We're not supposed to love violence. Proverbs three thirty one. Do not envy a man of violence and do not choose any of his ways. We're not supposed to choose to be violent. We're not. We we are not supposed to be a violent people. Uh, you know, when you look at Christians, you're not supposed to think of Christians as a violent people. But we're also supposed to be. Meek. We're also supposed to, we're supposed to protect and we're supposed to be meek. You can't be meek if you're not powerful. You have to be powerful in order to be meek, which is kind of, I think, antithetical to, I think, the way that a lot of people look at meekness. Uh, but 
Meekness is power under control. You got to you have to you have this power, but you know how to keep it under control. You don't just go off the handle. You don't be this man that loves violence that that God hates. You you keep it under control. You be meek and you inherit the earth through that. Ultimately, Black Adam I don't think is a very thoughtful movie. I don't think it's it put too much thought into their themes all that much really if i'm being honest and uh i i, I don't know i i feel like i might have put more thought into their themes than they did but <laughs> it's it's uh it's pretty surface level it's not really got something you're going to be thinking about but overall i would say you know generally i i would agree with that theme i didn't bring a passport you don't need passports we're the justice society Black Adam. We're here to negotiate your peaceful surrender. Heard about at least three killings this afternoon. I'm not peaceful. Nor do I surrender. As I said earlier, I was intrigued by this movie just because it's a DC movie and it's The Rock and it's a superhero. You know, some stuff in here that definitely intrigues me that says I was kind of questioning how much I was going to like this. So I, I went into it with kind of lower expectations and uh, this movie, it's it's kind of a mixed bag ultimately. Uh, you know, you, you got The Rock. The Rock is a fun personality. He's fun to watch. That said, uh, the, the character of Black Adam, I think, is pretty one note he's pretty he's not very deep he's not a very interesting or thoughtful character actually that goes to basically every character in this movie i don't think almost any character in this movie is that deep that interesting or that like really engaging of a character they have this great like cast of like this very diverse kind of characters and i don't mean diverse in like the uh, you know, modern sense of like, oh, that that guy's black and that guy's white. Oh my goodness. Uh, I mean, like diverse character personality and powers and all that kind of stuff that I think is cool. You know, so it's like, all right, I like what they're trying to go for here, but personality wise, but character wise, it all feels very flat. It's all, it all doesn't get anywhere above average at best i think as far as the the characters go which is unfortunate because this is a movie that i th i think should really be focused on the characters because uh there's some potential here for some interesting characters i think the rock uh does have some good acting scenes where especially in some some flashbacks where him and uh, you see some in the trailers him and his kid are, are talking some a little bit and there's some some decent uh emotional bits there uh so i, I think you know black adam probably gets the most development which he should it's his movie that said some of these other jla characters uh hawkman he probably gets but, but almost just about the same amount of time as black adam like not much less time i would say than black adam hawkman has and and uh, dr fate has uh maybe i don't know maybe pushing to be too much for a movie that's supposed to be a black adam movie potentially you know the they, they might have been uh pushing these other characters in too much it is this is definitely a universe expanding movie where they're like they're trying to add all these new things but it's it's they're kind of cramming it all in and all this new information and new characters all into one movie uh maybe a bit a bit too much or maybe a bit too quickly and it's just all feels crammed in maybe i wouldn't mind it as much if i really got engaged with these characters more again the rock is a fun personality did i enjoy black adam sure but is he 
I mean, he's he's kind of he's kind of just the Rock, if I'm being honest, you know, which is fun. But he's he's kind of just the Rock. Is he the Black Adam of the comics? Uh, none of these characters do I know extremely well from the comics, uh, but I know of all of them. Uh, so, you know, is he? Uh, you know, he's he's the the tough kind of angry, you know, Black Adam guy. I, I guess so. Uh, I did like Hawkman. Honestly, Hawkman's probably my favorite character in this this movie. I think he's. Uh, He's interesting. Uh, Adelis Hodge uh, plays Hawkman, and uh, his rivalry, I think, with Black Adam, I think, is pretty good in here. I think they could have done more with it, because isn't Hawkman, I'm not, am I mistaken in believing that Hawkman's origin is connected to, like, ancient Egypt and stuff, just like Black Adam's is? Couldn't they have maybe tied those together a little bit or something to really kind of, kind of, Pit these two together in a in a bigger and more epic kind of way, or, or really kind of tie these characters together better. I think that could have been really interesting if they did that, but they didn't do that. I mean, it, it just feels like a bit of a missed opportunity for me. Maybe I'm I don't understand Hawkman's origin story because I, I don't know Hawkman too well in the comics. I just uh, more of his modern day stuff. I don't know his origin story that well, and I just know some about him. You know, even Doctor Fate. I don't know for sure if he's Egyptian, but he's definitely like ancient ancient mystical kind of stuff going on with his powers because he has the helmet that he puts on and that he gets possessed by somebody else that almost seems like that that almost could have been tied back back then too or something they could have had a doctor fate is there doctor fates in the past in the dc universe i'm not really sure uh but they could have tied that in somehow maybe or something it, it just seems like there could have been a little bit more to tie some of these characters together that I guess the, the potential is there, and it just feels like a bit of a missed opportunity. Uh, Pierce Brosnan as Dr. Freight, probably the best casting in this movie. I think he's, like, really kind of nails what I understand that character to be, is just uh, very, very good in that role. And uh, his, you know, powers and flying around, very much the wizardy, you know, magic kind of stuff, which I'm not crazy about, but visually, uh, definitely very cool. Adam Smasher in here that the, the, he's definitely like played down as like the goofy uh, comedic guy kind of thing you know which is which is fine i guess you know but it's uh the, they didn't do a whole lot with his character and then you also have cyclone and also with her her and her and adam smasher i guess are kind of on the same level here of uh just a little bit more background they're a little bit more uh they they pop up they're just kind of fun personalities i guess but they'll pop up when they need some superpowers to beat up black adam with or something you know uh <laughs> that said the the growing and shrinking of uh adam smasher i think is pretty neat what I can definitely say about this movie is the visual style is really good. I really liked the visual style. Definitely reminded me of Zack Snyder. They they were like, whoever directed this movie. Oh, I don't know how to pronounce this. Jomaine Collette Sarah. Okay, there you go. Uh, I'm not going to try again. Uh, directed this movie. Definitely seems inspired visually by Zack Snyder. Just the, the color palette is very, like, 300 uh, Sucker Punch-y kind of visual style. Or or a lot of his movies, that that kind of visual style. The, the speed ramping, slow motion, speeding up kind of thing that he does happens in this movie. Uh, just some of the very bombastic, over-the-top kind of action that Zack Snyder likes. 
very much fits here. It almost makes me wish Zack Snyder did it, and then the visuals would be even a notch above because he's so so good at that. Uh, <laughs> I I definitely enjoyed the visual style. I enjoyed the action. There's some cool fighting scenes. There's some. Black Adam, you know, people complain about Superman like, oh man, nobody can defeat him. He's just this unstoppable, undefeatable character, you know, and it's it's kind of the same way with Black Adam here. He's just this kind of unstoppable force, you know, which I think you can do. You can definitely do an interesting story about that. You can do a good Superman story. You can do a good Black Adam story. I'm sure uh, this just didn't quite nail it. But there was times where it's like, why are you even still fighting this guy? He is so, like, he's clearly just so uh, undefeatable by basically anybody. <laughs> like, what, what? why are you even bothering almost, you know what I mean? Uh, so... But, but, you know, they, I, I think they tried to make the, uh, the thing he had to overcome, uh, more character-based versus physical-based in some ways, so I, I guess that works. Uh, that is definitely one of the ways that you can, that you can overcome that problem in, uh, stories like that where you have an overpowered character, which is what Black Adam is. There is some weird kind of character inconsistencies in here, too. Uh, you got, like, uh, Black Adam, who, who came from thousands of years ago, and then he is immediately, like, transported to the, to the present, you know, and then it's like, okay, now suddenly he, like, he'll do some stuff that's more kind of modern kind of stuff that's like, did, did he learn this somewhere? in modern day since he got back because we haven't seen if he did and it's just some some little weird stuff like that going on that that took me out of the movie a little bit uh amanda waller is in here that which is just weird uh like okay amanda waller is the she she runs the suicide squad she runs task force x right so if they were sending in task force x to get black adam i mean that could have been cool honestly that would have been cooler in some ways, I think, because we already know who the Suicide Squad is, so if we knew, oh, this is the Suicide Squad coming in to kill Black Adam, and then maybe he could kill one of them to keep up the Suicide Squad name, you know? Uh, but <laughs> if they did that, that could have been interesting, but instead, Amanda Waller is in charge of the JLA? Is that a thing? Again, this is these are these are comic books. These are characters and stuff that I'm aware of, but I don't know all of the intricacies here. Maybe Amanda Waller is in charge of the JLA in the comics. I didn't think so, and that just seems super weird to me that she would be. It seems very opposite of the kind of heroes and characters that she is involved with. She is the more darker kill and and the the more Black Adam type heroes, I guess, is what she's into. Only maybe a little worse. Uh, <laughs> so I don't know. I I, I found that weird uh, storyline wise. It's very cliche. You know where this is gonna go. You figure it out very quickly, and it it basically just goes there. Uh, there's nothing really new here. There's nothing really different here. We've we've seen it all before, and it's all here. Ultimately, Black Adam is nothing really special, unfortunately. If you want to come in here and you want to watch the cool action, you can have a good time with the action, for sure. Watching this movie, I was going, oh, this action is really cool. There's some really neat sequences in here. There's some, you know, cool visuals going on in here. So I'm enjoying it for some of those aspects. You know, you got the, the rock, you got Hawkman flying around and stuff. That's, that's kind of cool. There's some kind of superfluous kind of stuff in here that I'm watching. I'm going, okay, I'm enjoying it enough 
but this isn't as good as it could have been. This isn't the the, the movie that's going to save the DC Cinematic Universe like The Rock was saying. But, you know, he, he's always talking the big game, right? He's got to do that. Um, so it's like, you know, it's, it's not that movie. But it's a decent enough fun time. I, I could definitely see some people watching this and going, hey, this is a lot of fun. I really enjoyed this. Or if you're searching for something a little bit deeper or you're searching for something more character-driven or something, uh, a little bit less so, unfortunately, in this movie. Ultimately, to me, it's enjoyable. It's, it's decently fun, but it really isn't anything too special. I kneel before no one. You didn't come here to seek justice. You came to exact revenge. Too much enemy fire to catch a friend. I never said I was a hero. Giving you respect, I expect the same thing. You believe you are not worthy. But fate does not make mistakes. I'll fight for you. Black Adam is rated PG-13 for sequences of strong violence, intense action, and some language. I would give it a 3 out of 5 stars on the enjoyability scale. You have two paths. You can be the destroyer of this world. Or you can be its savior. hierarchy of the DC Universe has changed forever. Black Adam is here. But where does he rank in the 12 DC movies that have come out so far that's in the current cinematic universe? Well, you're in luck. I've just ranked all of them here. Uh, there's also Peacemaker, which is technically within this cinematic universe. I didn't rank that because that's a TV show. I only watched one episode and I really didn't like it. And so uh, I'm not going to I'm not going to rank that, but I didn't like it. So there you go. Uh, so 12 movies. Let's start off with number 12, Justice League. This one should have been the best. OK, uh, two things real quick. First off, I'm talking about Josh Whedon's Justice League. I'm talking about the original and theatrical release of the Justice League. Uh, most of these, if there's like an extended cut or something, I'll just put the extended cut as the movie instead. But I did separate uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League from the Josh Whedon's Justice League because they are just dramatically completely different movies. Uh, okay back into it. Number two, the worst movie is the Justice League. This should not be the case. This, <laughs> this, uh, and look, I had a decent enough time with this. I had, you know, some fun. I was like, oh, some introducing some fun characters and stuff. But man, looking back on this, it's just like, it's, it goes down and down in my opinion. And then after seeing Zack Snyder's Justice League, it goes down even further because it's like, this is the movie you ruined. This movie that was really good. You just tore it down into this movie, this very mediocre, just blah movie. Like, what in the world were you doing? Oh my goodness, guys, this is terrible. Uh, <laughs> and I don't even, again, I don't even think it's the worst movie ever, but it's like, the, the from what it was to what they tore it down to, it just, it makes me like this movie even less. Uh, number 11, Wonder Woman 1984. Definitely a step back from the first Wonder Woman movie. Uh, still some fun super heroics and stuff going on in here, but definitely a uh, just kind of a mid-tear forgettable kind of movie ultimately for me. Uh, number 10, Black Adam. 
It doesn't seem like the hierarchy of power is uh, changing too much here, at least as far as the movies go, because, uh, yeah, it's it definitely falls into that kind of mid-tier. It's forgettable, you know, decent enough fun time, but it's, it's forgettable. Uh, number nine, Suicide Squad. The extended cut. Now, this is the original Suicide Squad. That's right. I like the Suicide Squad <laughs> better than I liked Black Adam. Uh, the Suicide Squad is a mess. It's it's more of a mess than Black Adam is. And Black Adam's just kind of a mixed bag. The, the Suicide Squad is just a mess. But the extended cut does add a few scenes in here that I, I do think improves the movie overall. It doesn't fix most of the problems of the movie. Though, uh, though uh, the reason I like this movie more is because I like the characters. You know, the, the action in Black Adam was probably better than the action in Suicide Squad. The characters in Suicide Squad were better. Harley Quinn was great. Deadshot, really good. You know, so it's like this, and some of these just quirky, fun characters that pop up in here are very fun. Like, this is, you know, th there's a lot of hate that goes to Suicide Squad, but it gave us uh, Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn, whom, like, everybody's like, oh my goodness, this is amazing. You know, so it's like, it, it's, it's, I find it interesting that a movie that, kind of reception wise was pretty bad and and, uh, and and is just ultimately is kind of a mid-tier movie in my opinion and some people's opinion it's it's worse than that but out of it comes this character that everybody loves and everybody likes and gets her own movie and all that kind of stuff so it's like huh okay interesting <laughs> uh that said uh i do kind of enjoy the suicide squad uh number eight Aquaman, uh, very fun. I, I'm looking forward to the next Aquaman movie. Just, just a little bit above the average, you know, is what I would say. Uh, this isn't, it's not an amazing movie. I, I want the next Aquaman to be even better. I think you can make a really good Aquaman movie. This one's not a really good Aquaman movie, but it's, it's good. It's fun and it's definitely enjoyable. And I, but that said, I definitely think there's steps up that you can go for Aquaman. And I'm hoping that they're going there with the, the future movies here. Uh, number seven, Shazam, just a, a blast, a lot of fun very funny, uh, kind of family-oriented superhero movie, very fun. Uh, though, Black Adam should have been the villain in Shazam 2, that, and, anyway. Uh, number six, Birds of Prey. Uh, okay, so this is the Harley Quinn movie, basically, but they kind of turned it into a Birds of Prey movie. Very fun, very energetic. This is uh, a little bit, th this is like taking some of the tone and stuff of the Suicide Squad, of Suicide Squad, the original one, and uh, and improving upon some of that stuff. Very fun, very entertaining, and I, I like the group of characters that they got together here. Uh, number five, The Suicide Squad. Okay, so the sequel, the more recent Suicide Squad movie, definitely improvement. James Gunn doing his wha wacky, quirky thing with this movie. Uh, very fun, very over the top, very extreme, and uh, definitely a good time. Uh, number four, Wonder Woman, just a really solid Wonder Woman movie. Uh, a good introduction to the character, a, a good, uh, good action, just all around a really good movie. Uh, number three, Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice, the ultimate edition. See, this one I didn't divide into two sections because it's basically the same movie, only they, uh, cut random chunks out for the, the theatrical version, whereas the ultimate edition really does, in my opinion, bring it all together. Does it fix all the problems? No, there, I still do have a few issues with this, but ultimately I really like the Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice, the ultimate edition here. Uh, it just adds back those elements that were missing, fills in some of those gaps and uh just great uh great character dynamics between the batman and superman and them fighting and all this kind of stuff i think 
again, I think there should, could have been some elements of the why they're fighting and all this kind of stuff that could have been done a little bit better. Uh, that said, really, really enjoyed this movie. Number two, uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League. Okay, not quite number one, but this almost could have been the number one and the number 12 on the list here. Uh, but it's the number two and the number 12 on the list. Zack Snyder's Justice League is absolutely phenomenal, man. This is... Dude, this this is so good. This is what they really should have been should have done with the Justice League movie because you know Marvel they're over here doing their thing. They're making these you know fun, snappy uh, you know Avengers movies and stuff that are a blast and really enjoying these. But they want to be different. They want to set themselves apart and cool. Okay, let's set ourselves apart by making the Justice League movie an epic. You know, making it into an epic, making all these characters this big, expansive saga of a movie and just so good, so cool. And it's just this, I, I love it. I love this movie. It's so good. Uh, number one is Man of Steel. The first movie in the DC Cinematic Universe is still the best, in my opinion. I love this movie. It's uh, a great version of Superman, a Superman kind of coming into being the Superman that we know and love a little bit here. Henry Cavill as Superman is fantastic, amazing action in here. You know, visual style of Zack Snyder is always just amazing and on point. And uh, the thematic stuff about, you know, fathers and sons in here with uh, Kal-El having the, the you know, father from uh, Krypton and having the father on Earth and all this kind of stuff is just really well done and just like so I think thematically it really works for me too and it's just really really good all right so that's all well and good and all but what about the future of the DC Cinematic Universe what do they have on the plans here uh well apparently from what I heard uh they actually have a plan now for so long they they had that plan at the beginning where they announced like a ton of movies and then that just kind of flopped really hard and they never made a Green Lantern movie they never made a cyborg movie they never made a, b a bunch of that stuff right and so it's like okay that that didn't happen and that's not happening right apparently now they have like now we have a 10-year plan now and apparently James Gunn is involved in this 10-year plan or something James Gunn is involved in the DC universe in a more permanent status than just directing the Suicide Squad movie you know it's like oh oh very cool very intriguing very interesting there so uh yeah that I mean he seems like a good guy to have as a, a head in there uh looking over some of this stuff that's really cool uh, so the next movie in the dc universe coming out next year march 17th 2023 we have shazam fury of the gods uh it just looks like more shazam but just an absolute blast you got uh, uh the whole family out there fighting crime having fun and it, it just looks like a lot of fun uh looks like bigger more bombastic kind of stuff but hopefully they can keep that that real good family uh core to that original one that was so good uh then coming up june 23 uh 23rd 2023 uh is the flash so this one will have uh, i think it's flashpoint right so we're gonna have multiple universes with the flash i think we're supposed to be bringing back the old uh who is it? Michael Keaton is Batman potentially in this movie. Uh, we're going to have alternate versions of the flash. Are we going to have the flash from the flash TV show? If we're going to be having multiple versions of the flash, hopefully if that's what they're doing, cause that would be super cool. Uh, but 
Also, uh, the the Ezra Miller, the main guy in here, is uh, like going to prison. I think now for like six months or something. I I don't know what exactly is going on. He he was caught doing drugs and assaulting somebody and multiple things. He he. Uh, doesn't sound like a great guy. Sounds like he's into some bad stuff or something here. Uh, so, I mean, that's not great. Uh, but that said, I am curious to see what they're going to do with the Flash movie here. Uh, I don't know what that means exactly for her, his future in the DC universe as far as uh, him still playing the Flash goes if he does end up going to prison for a little while. I think, it'll be from, I think from what I heard, it was only like six months or something. I don't know. I could be mistaken about that. But anyway, uh, I am curious to see what the this Flash movie is his whole uh, antics in real life has made me kind of less interested a little bit for this movie. Uh, that said, uh, I still am curious. I think it's a, it's a great idea. If it could be very fun. Uh, Blue Beetle getting a movie here. It was supposed to originally gonna go to HBO HBO Max uh, plus HBO Max. Yeah, HBO Max just straight away but then they they did away with the whole idea of just releasing dc movies straight to dc to hbo max they completely canceled the batgirl movie there was supposed to be a batgirl movie that would come out this year and then they just out and out canceled it it must have been terrible i guess I, <laughs> it's it's interesting it's interesting uh i was at first i was like wait why did you cancel it like i, I was curious to see what it was and you know i, I was i was gonna watch it I, you know who knows if it was gonna be good or not and then I, I heard some things about it about how i like she's like the first transgender uh superhero that's the main character superhero here and i'm like wait a minute batgirl is not transgender what in the world so they're apparently they were just messing with it and they were just gonna make it some woke baloney that was not very good and just be it just sounds kind of terrible to me too if i'm being perfectly honest so i'm, I'm kind of <laughs> even though i'm kind of curious to see it still because it's like okay what what was this that they just canceled and like let's just hide this away so nobody ever sees this thing kind of makes me curious but at the same time it's like okay once i heard some of that other stuff it's like okay i am uh less disappointed that it got canceled if i'm being perfectly honest there uh that said the fact that they canceled it when it was basically done it was coming out this year it was like almost at the finish line of being done and created and stuff and apparently when they they heard oh my goodness it's getting canceled they had like internal viewings of it as like their the memorial service or whatever of the movie or something so it's like huh okay so uh so it's basically done and yet they're still like oh my goodness this is so bad scrap the whole thing it's like wow that's that's kind of crazy uh anyway blue beetle coming out august 18th 2023 no longer straight to hbo max now it's going to theaters hopefully this is not some woke baloney here too but uh blue beetle's a fun character uh he's is it ancient egypt where, where does his scarab come from anyway he, he's somebody maybe you could tie in like i was saying earlier but anyway blue beetle's a fun character i think you can definitely do some fun stuff with this character hopefully it's good uh coming out next year we got four dc movies coming out next year i already said three of them the fourth one is aquaman and the lost kingdom the sequel to aquaman here coming out december 25th 2023 very cool like uh, yeah I'm, I'm very excited for this hopefully they can uh build upon what they did in that first movie and and make it better because as i said it's good they what they did was good but i think they can make a great aquaman movie with jason momoa as aquaman and with the the what's his name james wan as the director you know like I, I think you can you though that team can make a great aquaman movie and they've made a good one 
let's make this one a great one, you know? So hopefully that is the case for Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. Uh, coming up October 4th, 2024, uh, we got The Joker 2. Uh, so this is not connected to the DC Universe. It's, it's just a sequel to Joker. So the the first Joker was, I think, was just supposed to be a solo only thing. And so it, and it really doesn't need a sequel. I really liked The Joker, uh, but... Eh. With the, what they're talking about doing with this movie, so the that original movie, uh, it's it's like based on or kind of inspired by movies like Taxi Driver, which I actually just I've watched Taxi Driver just recently, and it's like yeah, no, I definitely see that comparison, and then uh, and, and then so it's like okay, cool, you know that's that's really cool, and that that movie turned out really great, and so then they're like okay, Joker two, now we're gonna make this one like a clockwork orange and it's gonna be a musical and we're casting lady gaga as harley quinn and i'm just going what in the world are you doing i mean i know people like a clockwork orange i did not like a clockwork orange it i did not like that at all and so if if the movie is going to be inspired and kind of move along like the way clockwork orange does i'm not gonna like that the fact that it's a musical i mean i you can get away with that with the joker because it's in his mind to a certain extent so it's like okay the the singing and the dancing is more in his mind and stuff i assume maybe uh that they're going that direction with it but it's just like, what, what, what are we doing here? This is stupid. Why? Uh, okay. Uh, will I watch it? Yes, but <laughs> stupid, stupid. Why? Okay. Um, <laughs> they're making a Wonder Woman three movie. They have announced that they're making a third one, but they haven't said what it is. Uh, they they announced that they're making a Batman the Batman two movie, which is awesome. That's yes, please. Oh my goodness. Uh, they are making a Green Lantern Corpse uh, TV show that I think is going to go straight to HBO Max. I think it's a TV show, so yeah. But that one, uh, I think, is going to be focused on Jon Stewart, the Jon Stewart Green Lantern, which, hey, that sounds pretty cool to me. And most recently, they have, I don't know if it's, like, been officially announced, but now they're kind of talking about they being Henry Cavill and Zack Snyder talking about doing a sequel to Superman, a sequel to Man of Steel. Man of Steel 2 finally coming out here, it seems like. Maybe. Oh my goodness, yes, please bring Henry Cavill back. What in the world are you guys doing, DC? Are you insane? He's really good. <laughs> so, oh my goodness, that that is like exciting, cool news that yes, yes, please. Oh my goodness. So that's that's really cool. I'm definitely excited for that. Uh, supposedly there's a Black Superman movie in the works too here, which uh, if... Uh, <sighs> I think it's just stupid the way they, they announced this thing. Uh, Michael B. Jordan's working on it, and it's it's there is a character, there is a, a a Kryptonian character that comes down and is like a Superman or something, and he's black. And so they're not doing that though. They're changing the the Clark Kent Superman to be black. And it's like it, okay, my issue with this is not so much that that the he's that he is a black guy, right? My issue with this is that. They are, they're taking it and they're going, no, we have to cast a black guy as Superman to change it in order to, to be different. We have to do, do this kind of, oh, we have to be woke. We have to be, uh, you know, inclusive. We have to do this stuff. If you just made the movie, if you were just like, all right, we're making this Superman movie. Hey, and as it turns out, the best actor that we could find to fit our version of Superman is this black guy. Hey, cool. Fine. Go for it. But 
then you know, okay, you know, you're not you're not trying to get it visually close to him. That's that's fine. You know, you some some movies you want to try to get it visually close to the characters. Some movies you don't. It's fine. It depends on what you're going for. That's fine. But the fact that they're like, oh, we're gonna make a black Superman movie, just rings to me of of just social justice warriory nonsense. That's just like, is this even gonna be a good movie? Then are you just too focused on this other nonsense? Let's just let's just get over this thing. There is no such thing as different human races. We are the human race. Just get over it, guys. Come on. <laughs> And that's it. That's that's the future of the DC universe as we know it so far. Uh, I think that there's there's got to be more that they know that they're doing. If they have a ten year plan, like they're they're like they they said that they you know we have a ten year plan now. We we got a plan. We're moving forward with now. They they got to know more. So at some point they'll probably announce a few more movies or something to kind of fill out this ten year plan. Because right now we only got a, a couple year plan here. Or maybe that's how they're gonna play it. Maybe maybe that's just they're just gonna go a few years at a time. They're not going to be like Marvel where they announce a phase or something, which, you know, has worked-ish for Marvel because, uh, you know, Marvel, some of those movies get pushed around. Inhumans movie got canceled, you know, so it's like a Runaways movie got canceled too. Uh, so, you know, uh, so that that doesn't always work super well for Marvel to announce an entire phase at, at one point, you know. Maybe that they're just not going to do that and they're only, they're like, hey, we have it mapped out here. But we also want to be able to change it on the fly. We also want to be able to move things around when things happen or when, you know, one character's big or one character's smaller than expected, you know. And so it's like, okay, we want to be able to move things around so we'll only announce a few years out at a time. Honestly, that works for me. Uh, but bring Henry Cavill back as Superman and it seems like they're doing it amazing. Uh, real quick, spoilers for Black Adam. So, spoiler warning for Black Adam here. I just saved it till the end of the episode here. Okay, uh, Henry Cavill is back as Superman at the very least in the end credits scene of Black Adam where he comes out and he's like, yo, uh, it's me, I'm, I'm Superman and I'm back, baby. And it's like so cool. Yes, awesome. <laughs> uh, they kind of tease a fight between those two, which I definitely think could be cool. Uh, Black Adam's probably winning that fight because uh, he's got the magic, right? Magic is Superman's weakness. So, uh... Black Adam's probably gonna gonna win that fight, but uh, Superman will give him a, a fight for his life, I think for sure. At least he should if they're making a mo good movie. Uh, so yeah, ultimately, uh, I'm very very excited to see. You know, because when I saw him there and he 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 comes down and he's like, "Hey, you you're making people nervous or whatever," he says. I I look at that and I go, "Oh, cool. Does this mean that he's back, or does this mean that they got him for this this little scene here? You know, like wh what does this mean?" And from what he said online, he's like, "No, I'm back." And then apparently Zack Snyder was talking about, "Hey, you know, maybe I'm gonna be doing a movie with him now." And it's like, "Oh, okay. So they're actually making the Man of Steel two here. I'm so excited." If that is actually what they're doing, you know, maybe they're doing something else in the DC universe or something there with Superman, but I'm very excited. I'm, I'm excited if they're actually bringing Zack Snyder back into the DC universe because it's it's almost too late to restore the Snyderverse. But can we just kind of shift what we got into more Snyderverse kind of stuff here? Because let's restore the Snyderverse, guys. That's awesome. That's it for this time. Uh, coming up on the show, I'll probably have an episode talking about Halloween Kills uh, and uh, some other stuff probably too. And that's it for now. This is David. He looks for you. Signing out. Bye-bye, guys. <laughs>